Welcome to Two Fools Trying to Make a Musical, about two fools trying to make a musical. To stay up to date on news, share your thoughts and opinions, and generally spend more time thinking about this, you should please visit twofoolstrying.com. That's T-W-O foolstrying.com. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at twofoolstrying. Last time on Two Fools Trying to Make a Musical. I tell you, though, Joe, I'm tempted to move Edith Wilson out of there and replace her with either Barbara Bush or Mary Todd Lincoln. I watched clips of previous Miss America pageants. I can't even remember if they were uh, quote-unquote real songs or not, but it sounded like female solo artists singing meaningful something or other. All right. So of no use whatsoever. Zero use to you. (laughs) Okay. Something that I think then we need to do in between is we need to have some other types of gag. One act or two acts? I think it's one act. Okay. And that way it's... No one can escape at the intermission? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could still walk out. I got. I think I know now what the interview scene is then. Yeah, all we have to do now is write it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we write a scene. Well, the other thing I want to share with you at some point are some musical thoughts. That was last time. Now this time. My name's Joe. And I'm Steve. And you are listening to... Two Fools Trying to Make a Musical. Okay, today Steve is all about sharing some musical thoughts I've had. No messing. Just going to jump straight in. This first one is, it's slow to start, and then it picks up. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it. Just, just sort of tell me what you, what you think about this. Okay. So that's the first part. And then we have the big build. Then we hear the same kind of thing again, but now bigger.
And then maybe it goes off and does something else. Hmm. Very nice. What do you think of that? What what images come to your mind with that? The very beginning of the show, I envisioned starting right at the outset with live from wherever, and we just jump right into it. Maybe that's not what we do. Maybe the show begins on an empty pageant stage, solo spot. You know, someone's walking out. Right. Maybe it's Hillary. They're reflecting on what's about to happen, and we hear a little bit of their ambitions, which is what we were just talking about, right? Like, what are these ladies really – what do they really want? What are they about? Like, before the parade of nonsense even begins, Yeah. maybe this is what happens first, and before it resolves right at the finish – it launches into live, like light change. Right. And we go right into something else. Right. That might be nice because the th- <laughs> something that I've thought about is if the first thing that anyone sees these first ladies do is walk out dressed as Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe that doesn't set the right tone. But well, if we if we did something like this, right at this is how the show starts, and then launches right into that silliness, we have bought ourselves the integrity to then play. And then I also think maybe that theme in the interview sequence comes back as a reprise. Oh, well, themes themes are always going to come back because it means, you know, musical musical integrity, musical connection, um musical themes and it means I've got to, you know, I can stick with creating uh quality over quantity, which Yeah, I, you get to work less hard. Well, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I have to I'm going to have to transpose and and you know, rearrange a whole lot. Oh, right. Yeah, I think no, I think it comes back um in the, maybe that interview sequence, like whatever for, and I also think that in the beginning, you know, some of the key first ladies who are instantly recognizable, like a Jackie or a Martha or a Hillary, like we don't even introduce them. You just know who they are when right. they walk out. Right. That way when we come back to those same women in the top 5, it's a musical recall yeah. of that opening moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I think when I think of that. Because I think so much of what we've come up with is so light and breezy and goofy that there's almost it's almost hard to find a proper place for something like that unless it's right at the outset. Well, and that's an interesting thing because I I think I was struggling as I was sitting down to play um and just you know see what came out I was thinking on the one hand I was just noodling around on on the piano and on the other I had my you know little devil angel whomever voice saying how does this work with first ladies uh, you know are we just doing kind of goofy circus music the whole time <laughs> and a lot of it's I think may very well be it could be it could be you know i think some of it but i think i think you know the minute you stick music with it the i mean the impact it has on 
how people feel in their seats as they're watching. And this is what gets me, you know, this is right back when we were talking about how I feel and can just get totally absorbed in the theatre. It goes back to that conversation that we had. Um, And it's the songs. They, they, so I, I will, I will share with you this. I was watching, um, I happen to love Shit's Creek. I oh, don't, I don't think I just need to finish the series last night. Oh, well then you will know. We just finished it. The very final episode yes. where, um, spoiler st- alert. Yes. Well, not really, but uh, Stevie Speak generally Joe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. But I mean, I'm going to talk <laughs> about the, that one bit where Stevie sings that song from Cabaret. And that I I was bawling. Oh. I think that's uh, you know I was I felt like she was singing directly to me. Now of course you have all the other you know the the connections with the characters and it you know I could talk about that show for. Is it too early to put out a, a shout out for Emily Hampshire who played Stevie Bud oh. uh, to be in our show? Let's make her Jackie Kennedy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wouldn't that she be awesome? I, you know what? For the first time, I had goosebumps thinking about this. <laughs> we need to write something, Joe. We need Stevie Bud in it. I, you know what? Every song I write, I'm going to envision. Well, I did. I did listen to. Um, so I can't we got to get Annie Murphy on that too. The Adina Menzel uh, recorded oh, yeah. something or other, and I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if she could sing this one? But I love that idea. <laughs> How exciting! That I'm excited is. too. Yeah, that's very. Uh, can exciting. I play something else? Yes. We. By the way, we really are two fools, right? Oh, I. We just like make, this is. We're making this, this up as we go along. <laughs> but do you agree with using that as like an opener? I because I think that buys us the integrity that we lack by beginning this whole thing as a parade. I mean, part of the mis- part of I the think, challenge. I think you home, can stop right? with with just it buys us the integrity that we lack. <laughs> Because again, Just stop right there. If the first thing people see when all these first ladies come walking out is going, first ladies, and yeah. they're just dressed like idiots, <laughs> people are going to be appalled. They're going to be, what is this? Yes. People are going to be appalled anyway. So, you know. Uh, probably. I think they'll be less appalled if we start with that number, though. Well, I, I really like that idea. I did, you know, so I played it first. Okay. I didn't say anything about it. And you suggested that it could be an opening number. Yes, I did. I did write it with the image of an open stage in mind. Yes. Solo person comes out on stage. Yeah. And then ensemble fills in behind for the, for the second time through the theme. Joe, we need to do a disclaimer and let people know we do not discuss this in advance. No, right? we don't. Wow. Look, I'm almost as excited now as I was when I came up with the idea of Stevie Budd as Jackie Kennedy. Right. It's that. Like 60 seconds ago, you were almost as excited as 60 I seconds was. ago. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's blow all this serendipity by totally screwing up the second number that you came up with. Right. So, you, yeah, you'll have absolutely no idea about what I'm no. doing here. But, no, um, let's hear what this is. All right. Let's see what we've got here. This may be more of the same, but hang on a second.
Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't think I wanted to play that. Right. So forget that. <clears throat> <laughs> Why? Well, so what comes after what I that opening song is is a sort of upbeat kind of thing. Right. Um, that it goes into. So so it may be something like that. I'm not particularly content with where that is right now. That's far less well formed it was more about oh well we could go from that opening idea into something upbeat and you know yes but i do think if we were to transition from that opening thing you played me the first time into something more upbeat then the the difference needs to be far starker okay those two i think are that second one was a little bit more driving but it was still pretty it's still a little serious in tone it wouldn't be that much of a change. It would just be faster. Okay, so so be- bigger change in tone. All right, I can. Yep, I can do. Do you disagree? No, not at all. Okay, I get that. So so I think I need to think, and we need to think of trying to get the right tone for that shift because I think the shift to that next sound because it's like a shift with lights up. Yes. Like to a pageant for heaven. Yes. It's like it's like disco lights go and you know Correct. The, the it, it could be that American Idol kind of, you know. Yes. It could be that second thing, but it's gotta be it would have to be pedal to the metal in yeah. terms of brightness. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Well, let me, I think that's gonna mean me playing some ideas because at the moment I'm remember I'm just working on a piano and yep. a, a lot can be bought with production. So, you know, you stick drums and guitar and, you know, horns and all the rest of it in, and then all of a sudden it sounds like a party. But, um, uh, okay, so... I get that idea. Okay. Sure. Okay, so now this is something, perhaps this is a moment um, where someone's thinking um, and is contemplative. etc yeah so just a contemplative idea um i think in that section you said you felt a song about loss yep maybe in there uh yes the song about loss that i mentioned that could appear in the last scene of the show if there was a song there could be that right okay well, let's let's see what we got. I think, uh... although you know what, honestly, sometimes when I think about loss, I think 
um, in addition to just sad, yes, I think anger. Well, that definitely again. I mean, talking about the shifting because yeah. the shifting tone, right? The music in there could absolutely be shifted to a much more powerful punch. I think I would want that because uh, if let's say that that fit into that last scene and we wanted to have a song about loss, that's basically, you know how shows there will be sometimes the most serious song of the show is right before the climax and the big happier finish. Well, it's the 11 o'clock number. Is that what they call it? Yeah. The 11 o'clock number when shows used to start at 8.30. Oh. So when the 11 o'clock when 11 o'clock comes around you need the big finish you need the big solo number to wake everybody up and give people something to sing on the street when they leave so in chorus line it would be what i did for love it's what i did for love absolutely okay yeah then i think maybe that could be an 11 o'clock number but i also think that um you know if you think about what i did for love referencing chorus line again yeah. that song is it's got a power to it right but it's up Yes, um, but that's still a yeah. It's a positive song, but it's it's a moving song. And I think when if we're gonna yeah. have a moment where these ladies sing about loss, if you think about the losses that they had, like if you think about Jackie Kennedy's loss, I mean they were more than just sad. They I oh, think yeah. they were mad, and and it was tied to their job, like yet another thing that they had to give up yeah. to do this job, right? So I would think I w would maybe, I'd be interested to hear that sketch you had, um, maybe, you know, melodically the same, but driving a little more. Yeah, and as, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, um, yes, that, and how maybe the bridge or a, or a B section turns it because that's a very minor feel mm -hmm. but turns it into uh, a major tonality turns it into a oh a, yeah positive resolve kind know, of a thing yeah like this is let's not focus on what we've lost but you know Our this resolve. is what we have and this is what came we're stronger for it or you know i'm not just gonna wallow i'm right. i'm gonna take this and i'm but i you know something like that i don't know i think that could work yeah Okay. I'd like to, that with a little more drive and a positive resolve could be an 11th hour song, 11 o'clock song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like that. And then um, I've got one more, I think. Okay. This has no melody, um, but it's it just, I don't know whether I want to play this or not. I'll play well, it. What else do we have to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, see, this is this is like a backing track right now. Well, so, this is the creative process, right? This Right. Okay. He's kind of going like that and builds. Mm. That almost sounds, Joe, like the anger I was talking about in the last song. Is it possible that last sketch morphs into this sketch? You know, you might be onto something there. Yeah. So it I keeps... think maybe that last sketch morphs in. That's the sad. Yeah. And then it morphs into the angry. 
and then the positive resolve. And that would be that now that would be an 11 o'clock number, right? Because it's like, wow, right. I'm ready to go through a wall for these ladies. And then right. we go to the big finish. Yeah. Okay. So I've got some good thoughts there for some meaningful stuff. Now I have to get the frivolous nonsense in there. Yeah, that's the part I was waiting for, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Where's all that? Do you know what we're writing? First ladies in a pageant dressed as Christmas trees and dragon sheep. All right. I've got a I, – I, I don't think perhaps, um, you know, in the middle of quarantine, I was not necessarily – Feeling especially right frivolous for that kind yeah, of stuff. I've okay. got to get my head in a frivolous place. This might be a significant Im- <laughs> impediment, I guess, to our progress. <laughs> it may, so I think it we're may be. be here a while longer. This this is going to be a very serious frivolous musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you've had your allotment, Joe, of serious songs. I, I think know so. you can do it now. Now get back to the circus material. Right. And my driving power number. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you, of course, need much more. Okay. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know what I'd like to hear? I want to hear the first lady's theme, the, the opening number that morphs out of that solo spot you play first that comes back in the finale, the first ladies. Okay. First ladies. What is that? I, well, I don't know. Have you got any idea about lyrics at all for any of this yet? Um, beyond at some point, everyone screaming. First ladies. That's it. Okay. That's the most important part of the show, Joe. Okay. First ladies. <laughs> no, I don't have any other lyrics at all. Okay. That's, like that's legit truth. I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, and that brings up the interesting question, you know, chicken or the egg? Is it music first or lyrics? Uh, yes. Usually you give me musical sketches when we're doing our theater camp shows and then I lyricize them and I actually put them together and then you say, oh, okay. And that's an A, B and C verse or whatever. Yes. Uh, but I think you've hinted in the past. You'd like if I lyricized first, like be your Bernie Taupin or something. And I I don't I haven't really done that before. That, I could well, do that like. right. I think so. I will tell you, for me at least, it's been trickier to be more interesting musically when I have to create the music first. I like to. So if I'm setting some text, right. I like the text first, and then I kind of get into the text and kind of think about what that conjures up for me. Okay. But I I think it can be a two-way street. I think um some of these I could g- give you a sound idea mm-hmm. to work on and then you know, if the lyrics match that sound idea great, if they don't, well, you know, okay, fine, we'll scrap the music and rewrite it. But now we've well, got lyrics. All right, let's do this. You you wrote two things that we think could be used. You wrote the very first sketch you played for me, which we think could be how the show opens. Yep. So I could try and lyricize that. Yep. You also wrote something that you think could be our last scene song about loss. Well, you thought which, it could be. 
I I thought it could be. Yeah. I could lyricize it that way, going with your B sketch into your C sketch. Yes. I could do that. Yes. Finishing with the D sketch you haven't yet made. Yes. Maybe if I'm the one who's so determined to hear first ladies, maybe yes. I should lyricize that first. I maybe think I that should. is a great idea. All right, I will lyricize. I'll uh, I'll try yeah. uh, to lyricize an opening number that comes after A, and then um, I will lyricize the finale. Love it. Okay. Okay. Holy crap! That was that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Our homework is. I am going to go away and flesh out a little more that opening number idea and that loss song. Okay. And see if we can come up with something. So, All right. So my job is to sketch out some possible lyrics for the opening after the opening intro and finale. And yes. you are going to finalize those sketches you made into songs that I can then lyricize. That's yes. what we're doing next. Yes. Okay. So our next episode will be what we came up with. Yes. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Putting two and two together. Well, we inevitably are going to get three and a half or seven. <laughs> so, you know. All right, I'm ready for this. Okay. I'll do it. Let's, let's, let's do it. I've still got Stevie, um, Stevie from Schitt's Creek on the brain. As Jackie Kennedy? Yes. All right. That's that's my big takeaway. I think we're going to have to do an interview episode with her in season two after this goes viral. <laughs> we're going to start. Uh, actually, we'll just tap into the Schitt's Creek family and say, "Hi, hey, how'd you like to? See, you know that huge fan base. Yes. How'd you like to see Stevie Budd as Jackie Kennedy? And then she won't be able to say no. That's right. All right. I, I think. Well, the, then inevitably, this show opens in Toronto and not at the Kennedy Center. Oh, well, oh, fine. <laughs> which which is it, Steve? <laughs> well, <laughs> because well, those are your only two options. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> great. I, I think there's probably a third option, Joe. <laughs> I think we know what that is. There, there might be. <laughs> Nothing happens. No one hears this. Nothing gets made. Yeah. That option is still on the table. <laughs> yeah, right, that's... I'm going to use Emily Hampshire... As my uh, inspiration to complete this next task. There it is. There it is. Perfect. Well, on that note. I'm Joe. I'm Steve. And you have been listening to Two Fools and One Day Stevie Bud making a music. Join us for more foolishness at twofoolstrying.com. Like us on Facebook and follow at Two Fools Trying on Instagram and Twitter.